Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. It's Stephanie Hoff here with WIS Business, the podcast. Laura Kaiser joins me today for the first episode of the new year. She's the communications director for the Wisconsin Technology Council. Happy New Year, Laura, and thanks for coming on the show today. Happy New Year, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk about all the things we have going on this year. And it looks like the Tech Council is starting the year off pretty strong. You guys have two virtual luncheons scheduled this month and a deadline approaching for the governor's business plan contest. That's a pretty large and competitive contest for startups. Is that right? Yes. In fact, in addition to the two luncheons we have, we also have a free webinar that anybody can hop onto and learn more about uh, how to win the business plan competition as well. So the winner from 2020, Jackie Hind from Plum Pharmaceuticals, will be one of the panelists on there to help share how she won. Now, is this for any Wisconsin startup? How does the business plan contest work? Yeah, so it is abs- it is open to anybody 18 and older. You just need to be a Wisconsin resident. Um, you can enter individually or you can enter as teams. We've had about 4,100 entries over time coming from 330 different communities in Wisconsin, which is amazing. Um, but all you need is 250 words submitted online to start. So it really just starts from a, an entry business plan. And along the way, there's different phases and we have mentors and judges that help everybody out throughout the way. So from even if you don't win and you're not the grand prize winner or a category winner, you will get take away amazing benefits from being in the contest as an entrepreneur. So the deadline to get your application in is January 31st. What does the process look like after that? Starting after the January 31st deadline, each of the entries is assigned to a group of judges who independently all review them on the side online and they decide who moves on to the next phase. So there's four different phases and there's four different broad categories and they're purposely very broad so that depending on whatever your startup is, it probably fits into any one of the four. So they are advanced manufacturing, business services, information technology, and life sciences. Have the winners been from diverse regions in the state and and different industries or? Yeah, I think that we've had a lot of entrants and from, from all across the state. And the really exciting thing for us is that the wider our reaches and the more that we can touch all the different smaller communities, the more we all win together as a state. So like I said, 330 different communities have applied. Entrants over time have raised $220 million in angel and venture capital along with grants. So it's definitely a, a really good idea for entrepreneurs to be able to get exposure to the different money and resources in addition to the mentoring and the judges that, that are literally are from every segment across the state. What's the grand prize and when does it wrap up? Well, the grand prize really depends on the different sponsorships that we have each year and they do vary. There is a pretty substantial cash, cash award that comes from WEDC every year. And that is determined just by the different sponsorships that we get. So the grand prize winner gets to decide what they want. They get to pick from a pool. And if anybody is, any company is interested in sponsoring that at all, they can definitely reach out to us. We would love in-kind sponsorships in addition to cash sponsorships, any kind of incentive to, to help make this an attractive contest for entrepreneurs is very welcome. 
Who judges this? Is it just the tech council or do you guys have a panel? We have a gigantic pool of volunteer judges who go through these um, and offer their thoughts along with their mentorship along the way. Um, I want to say 300 judges, 280 judges, that number's kind of popping in my head, but it's a huge number of judges and they're all volunteer. Now, the Tech Council is involved in lobbying for policies surrounding the technology and investment economy in the state. You'll be coming out with the white papers shortly. Why don't you tell us about those? They're basically like our huge overarching policy towards what we're going to aim for, for lobbying, um, what kinds of um, laws that we want to help enact, what kinds of tax incentives that we want to provide to investors, things like that. So our 2020 white papers will be out early this year. And I, okay. I want to say it's going to be mid-February. And we'll include a look back at one of our first major reports, Vision 2020, a model Wisconsin economy to see how Wisconsin has actually performed against goals set in 2003 based on 2000 actual data. So the white papers that are coming out this year is basically focused on 20 years of data and how the Wisconsin um, model economy has been faring. And with a new year, I'm sure the Tech Council also has a call for new members. The easiest thing about membership is that it's open to absolutely anybody. If you have an interest in being more connected with what's going on in the tech sector, the entrepreneur sector, um, innovation, startup, policy, the Tech Council is definitely the place to be, especially in 2021 when we're having a huge focus on virtual memberships are going to be a really good way to get in front of everybody. Not only do we have virtual conferences coming up, we have different opportunities for networking and webinars, and we are always willing to connect members with each other as well to help spread that network. You've been listening to WIS Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.